and welcome to episode 5 of Align Your Mind, the podcast that helps you change your life and achieve your goals through the power of thought work. My name is Chelsea Tanner and I am so excited to be here. If you've been enjoying these episodes, welcome back and if this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so excited. So today we're going to be starting the first of a three-part series all about our relationship with ourselves. The reason I want to talk about this is because I'm approaching this podcast in the most rudimentary way, meaning I'm starting with the more general concepts that I think will affect the most change. And I believe the most fundamental change we can make is the relationship with ourselves. When you change that, you change everything in your life. I thought I'd start with the past and our relationship with our past selves, not just because it's satisfying chronologically, but because changing my relationship with my past has been some of the most important and impactful work I've ever done. So let's start by defining what the past is. Technically, the past doesn't exist except in your mind. You can't go back to it. It's, it can happen again. It's not tangible. The only place the past exists is in our present thoughts about it. It only exists in the stories we tell about it. Why is this important? (laughs) Well, when we think about the past, we're affecting our present state. So if we have a thought about the past, that thought will be reflected in our present moment emotions. If you think about that thing that you probably should have said a couple of years ago to that person, you you probably get a wave of emotion right now. Like you kind of experience that right now. And last week we talked about how our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions. So when we choose to frame our past as painful, upsetting, or embarrassing, we we don't just we don't feel those emotions in the past. We feel them right now. When you tell the story of your past, what emotions come up? Are they painful? Are they regretful? Do you get pangs of embarrassment or twinges of shame? The way you think about your past will absolutely have an effect on your future because those thoughts affect your current experience, which shapes your future. When you tell stories of hardship and struggle, does that actually feel good? Does it feel good to tell yourself that you've been through so much adversity and anguish? Sometimes I think people want to tell their life story in a way that includes a lot of pain and struggle because they think it'll make them feel better about where they currently are. But where they currently are is thinking painful thoughts about their past, which is just going to make them feel that pain all over again. Our present is shaped by our thoughts and feelings. How we experience life is dictated by our thoughts and beliefs. Because once again, our thoughts create our feelings. So if you bring up painful stories about your past and tell them in a way that creates anxiety or pain for you now, you'll experience that now, not the relief of it. We only get the relief when we think, wow, I'm so grateful that that I don't feel that anymore, right? And that sends us into a place of gratitude. But What if we could feel differently about our past or think differently about our past? What if we didn't have to relive that pain and struggle now? 
I'm going to share a concept with you that totally changed my life. It was in a journaling exercise I did about six months ago. And it's the concept that life happens for us and not to us. When we describe our past as unfair and unreasonable or that it should have been different, we're arguing with reality. And in the words of Byron Katie, when you fight with reality, you lose 100% of the time. Now, I'm not saying that you need to change your opinion of your life because you should be grateful or something. I will actually never say that anyone needs to change their opinion of anything. People are totally entitled to choose to think and feel however they want to. But let me just ask you this. (laughs) Why would you choose to think that your past has been anything but perfect the way it is? It's the same functionally as thinking that it was terrible or any other opinion you could have. Your brain can just more easily find evidence to prove things are terrible because once again, we're trying to protect ourselves from danger. And if thinking that your past was absolutely perfect sounds a little woo-woo, but like, just stay with me for a second. (laughs) When I think my life has happened exactly perfectly, that everything that was difficult and painful was exactly what needed to happen to get me to where I am today... I feel gratitude and abundance in this moment. Every letdown, every stupid thing I said, every painful moment, the years of stressing and all of it is just, it's perfect. I choose to think about my past this way, not because I think it's quote unquote realistic, but how could it be realistic? Because the past only exists in our minds, (laughs) but because I feel amazing when I think this and For me, it's realistic to think this way because I choose to think this way. This isn't to say that I don't sift through the past and learn from it, but I don't aim to label it as unfair or terrible. When I think that, I feel upset and terrible. (laughs) If I've grown from an experience, I choose to think that it was an amazing opportunity and I choose to grow from every experience. I used to tell myself stories that made me feel upset, made me feel stuck, and made me feel like I couldn't achieve what I wanted to because I hadn't. When I say I choose to think this way, some people get a little caught up in choosing to think a certain way, and I want to tell you practically what that means. It's that when my brain tries to go back to its old habits and tell me this or that wasn't fair and I I just observe that thought and I choose to reroute and remind myself what I do want to believe. I choose not to believe that thought, right? And the reason I choose not to believe that things are unfair is I know it's not ultimately serving me to argue with the past. And I'm not saying I've never had thoughts of regret or moments where I'm overcome by shame because of something I did or said, but I've learned to treat myself with compassion instead of judgment. The way we think about our past selves matters because when we have tension within us, it affects us now. And our current selves create our future selves by the actions we take right now. Think about it this way. The mindset you had 
got you to this moment and the mindset you have now will create your future. If you're putting your past down constantly, that doesn't feel good to your present self. It may be a habit that feels more comfortable and your brain is just used to doing that, but I think it's important to consider how you want to feel about your past self. That will shape how you treat yourself from moment to moment. If I'm mad at myself for something, even that I did five minutes ago, I'm likely to feel angry unnecessarily and make it mean I do or don't deserve things. I I mull it over in my head and I get more in a mental spiral about it. It's a skill to have compassion and love for your past self. It takes time to reframe your thoughts around everything that's happened in your past, but if you can have compassion for that person, you can have compassion for yourself now too. That negative self-talk is created because you hold beliefs about what you deserve and don't deserve. If you think you've absolutely done the best you can with your life and what you had, you can feel proud of that. You're more likely to show up with compassion for yourself in little moments too and forgive yourself for mishaps throughout the day. The weight of self-criticism will be less because what you believe you deserve, you give yourself. If you want to change your potential, you have to change your thoughts. I want to throw a little word of wisdom here um, from Kara Lowenthal, who is a feminist life coach, and she has an amazing podcast. Um, I was stunned when I heard her say this. She said, Yesterday is as over as ancient Rome, and I don't lose sleep over ancient Rome. I'm just going to like let that sink in. Ancient Rome isn't real to many of us because we didn't experience it, and we don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. We create our reality based on what we give our attention to. Our emotions reflect how we think about things, not the things themselves. Now, this brings me to a thought I've been practicing after reading A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, which is, my past is complete. This dawned on me while reading and it's a thought that served me so well. There's nothing missing or wrong with my past. It is 100% complete. The reason I love this thought is because it's neutral and true. My past is complete. Why worry about something that's complete? Your relationship with your past will impact how you act now. One of the most common reasons people don't put themselves out there and try new things is because they've never done it before. Or they have some sort of story they tell themselves about what kind of person they are or how they could never actually do that. I personally used to have so much hate for my past self. I was mad at myself for not speaking up or standing up for myself. I was harboring a lot of anger and resentment because I used to be so shy as a kid. I I don't know. I just never knew I could participate in class. I didn't know how to act. I always felt like I needed some sort of special permission to participate and I saw other people starting conversations and just being social and I didn't know if that was okay for me to do. I know this sounds weird, but 
nobody explicitly told me until literally until high school. (laughs) My friend was like, Chelsea, it's really, really normal to talk to people and to start conversations with them. That was truly the permission I needed. And my whole life changed after that, which seems bonkers, but it took until I was about 16. Um, Yeah, and because I was so shy and didn't talk to anyone, I catch myself thinking, if only I had spoken up and stood up for myself, if I fully participated and wasn't so scared all the time, I'd be way ahead of where I am now. My thoughts were pretty harsh, Um, but without that experience of shyness, I couldn't possibly have the perspective that I do now and now I'm not strong happy and in love with my life despite my past self I'm this way because because of my past self this puts me into instant gratitude for myself instead of the practiced self-criticism I'm naturally prone to we can choose to tell our story in whichever way we want Why not choose to tell it in a way that makes you feel amazing? When you decide on purpose how you want to think and feel about yourself, you gain so much power. If you believe everything happened to you and you just got lucky and, you know, you don't take credit for decisions that you made and things you did, that might be a recipe for even more self-criticism and even lower self-confidence. I want to bring up confidence because we make excuses for not believing in ourselves all the time and we usually back them up with evidence from the past. The best thing about taking responsibility for your life isn't just taking responsibility for the the mistakes you've made, but also taking credit for all the amazing things you've done for yourself. When you take credit for creating the life you currently have, things shift. And confidence is a feeling. We think thoughts that make us feel confident. If the story of our past is one of hardship, struggle, and inadequacy, that story probably doesn't make us feel confident, right? (laughs) And therefore isn't serving us if we want to be confident. I think a really great exercise is to write down the story of your past. All of it, how you would normally tell it. Yes, this will, this will take a while, <laughs> but notice, without judgment of course, the descriptive words you use to portray your story. Are they more positive or negative? This is just a great awareness exercise. Now, I know a counter-argument to this might look something like, can I be proud of overcoming my past struggles? Wouldn't describing them as even harder be more advantageous? My answer to that is not in my experience. Whenever I think about hard things I've gone through and molded over even more, I just get stuck in the mental drama about it and end up feeling even worse. If I can think about my past as being complete and it perfect the way it was, I get to decide where I want to go and who I want to be from the present. If I think, wow, I really struggled a lot through that... That decision was ugh, that was so unfair. I can't believe that that happened. It was so heartbreaking. Yeah, but I got through it. If I think that way, I feel so much worse. <laughs> Here's how I choose to think. 
I had such an amazing opportunity to grow through that experience. And I took that opportunity to do just that. I'm incredibly grateful and I'm proud of myself for how I handled it because I love the life I have now and I couldn't have gotten here without that. Now, if you don't love the life you have now, we can talk about that in next week's episode, which really goes deep into the present. But I want to encourage you to notice when you're telling people tall tales of hardship, is it really serving you now to think about it in that way? We get to choose what words we use to describe what we think about our past. Why not tell your story in a way that makes you incredibly grateful? Not for anyone else, and believe me, this is outside of the norm, but who cares? <laughs> I tell my story in an amazing way for myself because I feel amazing about it. And in my opinion, that's true self-care. Taking care of the way I talk about myself, even in my own mind. The internet will tell you to go buy bath bombs and face masks for self-care, but that's truly just treating the symptom and not the cause. What's causing the anxious and stressed feelings in the first place? Your thoughts. Change your thoughts and you'll change your life. Then those bath bombs and face masks will be icing on the cake. The way we experience the world is through our thoughts and feelings. Our experience in the present is dictated by our thoughts and beliefs, even if those thoughts are about the past. Now, next week, I am going to be talking about the relationship we have with our present selves and why that is so important for the future. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you got something out of today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. Get in touch. My email's in the show notes, and I love talking about this stuff. And if you made it all the way to the end, why don't you just go ahead and hit that subscribe button? You know you don't want to miss an episode. <laughs> And if you think your friends or colleagues would find this useful, pass the podcast along to them. I so appreciate you spreading the word. I hope you have a wonderful week. The amazing theme music for this podcast is a song called Already Gone by Paper Morning. 